health chats and our topic for this month is communication and we've got the lovely Tim Hughes with us hello Tim how are you hello Claire thanks for inviting me I'm really excited to talk to you today well I'm really excited to have you because the last time I saw you I was one of your guests you were you yeah. were and today you are one of my guests so let's just get into it because I've got a few really good questions on communication so first of all who is Tim Hughes? So um, I live in West London in a place called Teddington. Um, we've lived here now for probably some from 10 years. Um, and um, and I've lived in the UK all my life. Um, and um, I'll be I've, I've, I've been in sales all my life as well. Wow. OK, so communication is very, very important. in sales. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about exactly what you do now. Is it still sales or? Well, yes, I, I, I've been in sales all my life. Um, what I did was I found that I was kind of bored with the corporate role way back in probably about 2014. Um, and um, I set up my own company. We actually, um, we're now seven years old. Um, oh. So I, I, I wrote a book called Social Selling Techniques to Influence Bars and Changemakers, which kind of changed sales and marketing. And it was around about that, that time that I decided to set up the company with my business partner, Adam Gray. Um, and we've been um, helping organizations transform to using their sales teams to use digital now for the last seven years. And it's been immense fun. Great. Excellent. That's absolutely brilliant. And I just want to sort of get you to tell everybody out there who is watching about why I was a guest for you, because they might be interested in tuning in on that. Um, well, yes, I run a podcast called um, Tim Talks. Yeah. Um, and um, I, what I do is I, I look for interesting people. And I don't know how we met. I think I may have been trolling the, the LinkedIn or something and, and came across you and thought, Claire looks interesting. Oh, thank um, you. And, and, uh, and I and I and the whole point of the 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 podcast is I interview interesting people who then share their expertise like you did yeah. and people learn stuff. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's similar to this in terms of it's a short interview. So people don't have to invest a lot of time, but they do know invest a time. You learn something back from it. And, and that's the deal I do. And, and it was brilliant. I love the interview and people who are thank watching you. here may like to go and find Tim Talks. Yes, yes. Right. So the hashtag is Tim. It's Tim Talk. It's the it's the, talk. the singular, not the plural. Yes, yeah. hashtag Tim Talk. If you go on LinkedIn and search for Tim Talk, you you'll 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 find it. Why do we always go to the plural? We just do it naturally, don't we? So we we do, and I, I and and um I I realised that after about two years, I couldn't remember whether it was Tim Talk or Tim Talks, <laughs> and I started doing Tim Talks, and then went back and thought, well, better check. And I'd been doing Tim Talk for the first two years, so I actually stuck with it. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So we are talking about talking and communication yes. and communication is so important in every aspect of our lives, especially when we're managers. So why is communication so important, especially when we're managers? I think that um, conversations are so important. Mm. Um, from a sales perspective, is that we always say to people, it's about conversations that create sales. And what we do is we help organizations create conversations through using digital um, and those conversations obviously work whether you're trying to sell something or whether you're well sometimes selling something is is the way that you have to lead 
Um, but you know, communicating with your with your team and your staff and explaining what's happening and what's going to go on and mm. what's expected of them and and also soliciting feedback. I mean, what we you know we're not a big organization, but what we try and do is that we we try and create that um, area of of psychological safety because the important thing for mm. us is innovation. And the only way that we're going to innovate is to find is to get everybody in the organization to be in a situation where they're happy to put their hand up and say, well, what if we did this? Yeah. You know, and and part of the 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 podcasts and all of that is kind of is is through innovation and the way that we've all worked together and shared things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually have a, a meeting every Monday afternoon. People don't have to attend if they don't want to, but it's a training meeting where we all come on we and we all try and you know what have we learned this in the last week and kind of sharing that with everybody else um and that for me is really important but having that you know we we when we started off seven years ago we had two major competitors they're not in business anymore because wow. we feel that we've out innovated them um and you know what we have to do is constantly have that conversation not with our not just with our clients but also internally as well um I, um, I agree too. It's critical. It is critical. And I love the fact that you've said that you talk to each other about what have you learned? Because we're all learning every day. We're dealing with people and people create opportunities for us to learn. And I believe that we're learning until the day we die, actually. Well, well, I do. Um, you know, we we run a um, um, a remote organisation. We don't have an office. I have people around the world. And the only way that you're going to do that is by communicating. I mean, you know, leading people from behind screens is 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 now a um, a skill that we need to have. Yeah. Something that we've had to learn from from lock, the various lockdowns and that of COVID. Mm. Um, and really, that was you know what that was really well. I I found that was about communication mm-hmm. and not necessarily enforcing things you know i was seeing things on linkedin where people say oh yeah we have a call at 8 30 every morning it's like stand by your beds um and you have to tell everybody about how wonderful it is working for the organization and i thought well I, i'd have to i'd have to resign because i could never do that no i'm quite rebellious yeah um and um you know as soon as someone tells me you got to do this i don't want to do it yeah so um so I thought well that's if that's me then there have to be other people so you know I, I during during lockdown I we we ran um a particular internal meeting we said there's no agenda mm. you just come on and talk you can tell a joke mm. but the, the whole point of it was communicating and actually yeah. getting right every week we're going to get together and we're going to have a chat now it would always turn to work because it was a work call but some people would actually say you know I've had enough of this or or whatever you know it was mm. and we'd have a conversation but yeah. we'd have a conversation, you know, I've got somebody in Peru, I've got somebody in, I've got people in Canada, I've got people in the US, I've got people in the UK. Mm. Um, and and it was about bringing them together and talking. Yeah, it is. It's so, so important. And it's, it's so important also to understand that with communication, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, we can still connect. It's about connection. Yes. It's so, so important. And there will be communication breakdowns. There always are communication faux pas. So tell us, how can we all recover from a real communication faux pas, something that's quite major? 
I, I, one of the things that I've always thought is that first of all, you have to be timely. Yeah. You know, if if you don't act on something, then it will fester. Um, and, um, you know, quite often we, we, we put our heads in the sand and think it will go away. So you have to be timely in the way that you react. Yeah. Um, and, and for me that, you know, you, you, if, if I've said something wrong, then the important thing is to apologize. Oh, definitely. Um, and, and to, to say that you're sorry and to, to reckon, you know, uh, Brenny Brown has always said in her books, um, about vulnerability, you know, you have to show your vulnerability as a leader yeah. um you don't have all of the answers um and to to say that you you know there's been a misunderstanding mm. or whatever it is and that's important that you you don't do that and take responsibility take responsibility and i remember my first corporate role the md actually said if we ever make a mistake all we need to do is put up our hand and say i'm sorry i've made a mistake how are we going to solve that so it is taking that responsibility, definitely. And how have you dealt with people who don't are not willing to take that responsibility? Um, again, you you have to talk to them. Yeah. Um, it. I, I think people. I. I think in in the in the modern world, people are are recognizing that they need to do that. Yeah. Um. You know the the world has changed so much since you mm. know when I first started in business, mm. um, and I think that you know you do have to recognise that that and get them to understand that taking responsibility is so important. Mm. Um, I had somebody who um, he decided to um, have the equivalent of a social media punch up um, with a number of people really? uh, one evening, and the first I knew about it was in the morning where someone said, do you know the person, this person from your team is doing this? I was like, oh. no. So I just, you just had to ring them up and say, um, look, you know, do you not understand that people have different views from, from mm. you and from us? Um, and you're not going to convert people by basically, you know, by going up to them yeah. like social media and, and having a, in the equivalent of a, of a fight. Um, and, um, you know, he, 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 he did back down after a bit and, and, and actually say yes. And, and, and went and apologized to everybody, wow. but it was quite, quite for that individual. It was actually quite difficult for, I knew it was going to be hard for him to apologize. So, so tell me, was, was that, um, causing friction within your team or was that an external friction with your clients? It was external. Well, it, it was, um, we have a particular worldview about the way that the the way that sales has changed through social media, which which generally is called social selling, um, which is basically contradicts most people in sales who believe that you need to call call. Yeah, yeah. So so he basically went and had the equivalent of a social media punch up with our with with the with the cold calling people, um, mm -hmm. and it was one of somebody that I knew said, do you, do you know, do you know that, that this is happening? And and I didn't. Um, yeah. But um, you know that was a case where you know he needed to take responsibility because actually that sort of thing, mm. regardless of what people you know, I, I know people that think that social media is toxic. I I happen to 
if you for me you if you keep away from all that stuff it's not it's actually a wonderful place mm. and linkedin for example is where we met is a particularly supportive mm. place um mm. you do get pockets of it but not not a lot of it mm. um and and you know this this you know this individual had a but he, he wasn't great at taking responsibility for himself and then backing down on it wow well, well done for actually talking to him about it. Well, I had to talk, and it was one of those where you couldn't, you know, you can't say, well, you know, are you free next week? You know, it had to be done mm-hmm. then, and you had to just ring the person up. And um... Yeah. And also, you know, I often train workshops on having those difficult conversations, and one of the most most um, pressurised thing with these difficult conversations is that emotions are involved. So if we can actually calm down our emotions, um, they, they, they can help us yeah and i agree with you that it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's very difficult because um the 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 person is a particularly emotional person yeah um, and and he felt that he was doing the right thing mm-hmm. um and um yeah and, and and having that conversation i i ended up and at the time over the time that he worked with us i had a number of um interesting conversations with him wow interesting very interesting well, thank you so much for your wise words. You're I think it's, yeah, it's been great to see you again. I think um, one of the most important things is there's probably a lot of people out there who would love to connect with you. So where can people find you? Yes, if if people want to connect to me, um, the best place to find me probably is LinkedIn. I'm Tim T- Tim Hughes, Timothy Hughes, um, where they can find me. Um, our website's dlaignite.com. Um, mm-hmm. But those are probably the the, the, the best places. Well, thank you so much for your wise words. It's been lovely talking to you. I find you quite quite calming, Tim. Very calming. Yeah. So thank you. And let's open up those lines of communication, even when we all have communication profiles. We do. In our personal life, our work life, everything. So it's how can we actually overcome them and make sure the lines are open. So thank you and take care. Thanks, Claire. Thanks for having me on. We hope you enjoyed the chat. If you found any of the tips useful, follow Mental Health Chats. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the chat. If you found any of the tips useful, follow Mental Health Chats. Thank you.